the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So the midterms are six weeks from today. And my theory is that policies and results... Man, it don't really make that much difference. Uh, we have become so stupidly enslaved to our ideology that we are immune to results. And when you're immune, and immune to results, what are you also failing to apply? Accountability. You're failing to apply accountability. If results don't mean anything to you, then you obviously aren't going to hold somebody accountable if they do a bad job. Now, the evidence of this is clearly demonstrated just to our north in the state of Michigan, where I can say, without fear of contradiction, if the poll numbers that I'm looking at in the governor's race are true and turn out to translate into electoral results, then an opinion that many of you have uh, without <laughs> without merit, uh, I will have with merit. And that is, many of you think, ah, Michigan people are stupid because you view them in football terms, wording, uh, rooting for the Wolverines. Well, I'm here to tell you that Michigan people, if these poll numbers are true, are indeed stupid, but because they are enslaved to a political ideology rather than results. They are immune to applying accountability. They'd rather suffer than prosper. The Michigan governor's poll has incumbent Democrat Gretchen Whitmer in front over Republican Tudor Dixon by 16 points. By 16 points. Gretchen Whitmer, who was like the wicked witch of the West on COVID, who would allow some stores to remain open, but not some aisles in the stores to remain open. Like Her COVID policies were brain-dead stupid. And yet she is on top in this poll, and her support is growing. Her support is growing. More independents are siding with Gretchen Whitmer. Now, why is this? Why is this? Well, because Tudor Dixon is pro-life, and Gretchen Whitmer is pro-death. Gretchen Whitmer wants no restrictions on abortion. Tudor Dixon's position would be my position, which is the only exception for abortion, is to preserve the life of the mother, not for rape, not for incest. The only other time in Michigan history where they've had poll results this wide at this point, it definitely uh, did translate in the actual election, and the race was decided by 18 points. So it sure looks like Gretchen Whitmer is going to win. Sure, there's six weeks left. But the other part of this is, if you are an inner-city resident of Detroit, of Flint, of one of the bigger cities in Michigan. Are things going well for you? No, things are not going well for you. 
but you can have sex and get a baby aborted if Gretchen Whitmer is your governor, and the free checks will keep coming from the government, so I'm not going to incentivize a Republican to institute new policies in the state. Because then I might have to go to work rather than getting my welfare check. I might be held accountable. So I'm not going to hold the governor accountable because (laughs) the next thing you know, man, that accountability is going to run amok. And they're going to expect me to be accountable. This is exhibit A of what is wrong with our country is that Lazy, stupid people. And you are lazy and stupid if you don't want to work and if you won't hold people accountable for policies that harm you. I cannot be more disdainful of an electorate than I am of the state of Michigan if they return Gretchen Whitmer to office. I thought there was no chance she could get reelected, but... It's not like we're unclear as to what kind of governor she will be. She's not going to change. And I wish I could say that mindset is confined to the state of Michigan, but it is not. It is not confined to the state of Michigan. Here in Ohio, we blindly return Sherrod Brown to the Senate every single time he runs because he's crafted an image as someone who gets things done for people in the state of Ohio. Really? Really? I used to work in Cleveland. Sherrod Brown's from that area. He's supposed to be the senator for the entire state, but that's the area that he cares the most about because he knows that's where most of his electoral support comes from in the state. The near east side of Cleveland has been a garbage dump ever since he's been in the Senate. He's done nothing for it, similarly here in Columbus. Joyce Beatty has done nothing, nothing to change life in Lyndon or Franklinton, similar in the Mahoning Valley. Tim Ryan has done nothing. He's been elected, reelected to Congress served 10 terms. He'd be running again if his district wasn't eliminated by the decreasing population in the state of Ohio. So this is why I say I really think that the number of people, they always say, oh, it's going to hinge on the independents. Independents are an endangered species anymore. If Gretchen Whitmer's on top of the polls by 16 points, if Tim Ryan's gone back to Congress 10 times, if Sherrod Brown's gone back to the Senate every single time, I don't know. Can things get painful enough that people say, you know what, I I probably should try voting for someone else. Maybe things will change. Very, very depressing that we appear to not hold politicians accountable. We'd rather complain than try something new. Complain than try something new. Now, one of the lies that the Democrats are spreading and one of the reasons why we have the inflation that we have is because we have wasted a lot of money. Maybe if you're like me, you've done in your time as a homeowner or a property owner a home improvement or you've tended to some situation where you spent way more money than you should have or it just didn't work out. Years ago, I spent money on a roof that was three times what I should have spent. Another time I bought some trees for the property. I didn't want small trees. I wanted instant size in trees. Bought the trees. Trees were delivered. Trees were planted. That winter, one of the trees blew down. By the time I tried to find the guy who sold me the trees, he was a vapor, gone. So I wasted money on trees. I wasted money on a roof. Joe Biden wastes money 
on a lot of green energy initiatives. Listen to Joe Biden with his uh, wife, Jill, standing beside him in a video released from the White House's official account touting his spending on the environment. But I thought they passed the Inflation Reduction Act. Listen to what Joe Biden calls those expenditures. Last month, I signed the biggest climate bill in history. Huh? The biggest ever. What? $369 billion to slash emissions by nearly half. This is a whole new chapter for America and, and for the planet. And there has to, we have to do a lot more. I pledged $11 billion a year to help oh. poor countries fight climate change. Working with Congress, with your help, we can get this done. Yeah, we can spend money, we can run up inflation. Why are we spending $11 billion to help poor countries with their emissions? $11 billion? And, of course, he has his partisans in his cabinet who are in lockstep with him, who parrot this line, chapter and verse. Here's Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. This clean energy agenda incentivizes manufacturing in the United States. It incentivizes jobs that pay prevailing wages. It incentivizes worker training through apprenticeships. That's what a stupid person sounds like. Bill Gates is all in on this, right? Mr. Microsoft, Mr. Global Warming. Uh, Four years ago, here's Bill Gates at a conference sounding much different than the big climate fan he is now. Here's Tokyo, 27 million people. You have three days uh, of a cyclone basically every year. It's 22 gigawatts uh, rate over three days. You know, tell me what battery solution uh, is going to sit there and provide that power. I mean, let's not joke around. Your multiple orders of magnitude, you know, oh, $100 per kilowatt hour, that's nothing. That doesn't solve the reliability problem. And remember, electricity is 25% of greenhouse gas emissions. Whenever we came up with this term clean energy, I think it screwed up people's minds. Hmm. Interesting. Totally different perspective from Bill Gates there four years ago. So you got to ask yourself, why was he so sure it was a bad idea then, but he's so sure it's a great idea now? Because he's immune from the consequences. That's why. So the midterms in six weeks from today will keep me up all night. I'll be watching governor's races. I hope Carrie Lake wins in Arizona over Katie Hobbs. Katie Hobbs is against school choice. Arizona has passed the most comprehensive school choice bill. I hope Ohio will duplicate that. I'll be watching in Georgia. Really hope Herschel Walker can unseat Raphael Warnock, obviously here in Ohio. Hoping J.D. Vance can take down lion Tim Ryan. Let me just say a couple things about Uh, campaign politics. I think it would be more effective for the Vance campaign to label Tim Ryan as lion Tim Ryan than as taxing Tim Ryan. I don't think the taxing Tim Ryan thing resonates. The other thing is, whoever's in charge of yard signs for J.D. Vance, like stop watching television and get the yard signs out. Do you see yard signs out for Tim Ryan or for J.D. Vance? I don't. Yard signs are powerful. I'm not saying yard signs are good. Yard signs should not be powerful. Subconsciously, you should not vote for people. Oh, I saw his name on a sign. But that's what a lot of people do. 
So the J.D. Vance campaign needs to shift from taxing Tim Ryan to lying Tim Ryan because Tim Ryan is a liar. When he says he's a moderate, that's a lie. You cannot vote with Joe Biden 100 percent of the time. Policies that have been disastrous on the border, disastrous on the economy, disastrous internationally, disastrous on climate. There's not a single thing. By the way, they signed the big the big infrastructure bill. Have they done anything with that? Is anything happening? Are any roads being built? Anything? Really? I don't see it. Don't see it. But the lion Tim Ryan, it not only rhymes, it resonates because it's so true. He's campaigning not even as a moderate, which he's not. He's campaigning as, he says, I'm campaigning as an independent. The Democratic brand is brand the democratic brand is toxic in the state of ohio yeah you think because your policies don't work it's not the brand that's toxic it's the policies that are toxic and so saturday ryan goes to a campaign appearance <laughs> where he takes a photo with randy weingarten of the american federation of teachers and she tweets about how great it is to be campaigning with Tim Ryan. Well, yeah, it's great for J.D. Vance that you're campaigning with Tim Ryan. The lying fraud Randy Weingarten, who now is trying to tell parents across the country that, oh, no, the reason the schools were closed during COVID wasn't because of the teachers' unions. It was because of Betsy DeVos, the education secretary. Yeah, right. Try again. Try again. So Ryan is pictured grinning like the idiot fool that he is next to Randy Gar- Randy Weingarten, who's grinning like the leftist freak she is. And thankfully, the Vance campaign jumped on it. A lot of conservative commentators <laughs> jumped on it. One guy tweeting, everything Randy Weingarten touches dies. Well, let's hope so, because she touched the campaign of Tim Ryan. Corey DeAngelis, who's a school choice advocate, one of the best out there, said that this helped J.D. Vance so much that the Vance campaign should be forced to count this photograph as an in-kind contribution on their campaign coffers from the American Federation of Teachers. Uh, It's only the second largest teachers union in the country, four square behind Tim Ryan. I don't think teachers unions have a very good image. Check out Libs of TikTok if you want to see the kind of teachers that the American Federation of Teachers will fight tooth and nail to maintain their influence over your kids. Other tweets. Easy voter guide. Anyone standing next to Randy Weingarten is a hard pass. So hopefully uh, this photograph will be plastered everywhere. And here's the thing. When you're an incumbent, you're you're at an advantage and you're at a disadvantage. You're at an advantage because people know your name, right? People know your name. That's good. You want name recognition. That's one of the things that I think hurt hurt Bernie Moreno in his campaign for Senate is that nobody had heard of Bernie Moreno. Now, I got in trouble with Bernie on Sunday at the Freedom Rally when I introduced him and I said, I hope he'll be back in two years running as the Republican Senate nominee from the state of Ohio against Sherrod Brown, or I hope he'll be back in two years running for governor of the state of Ohio. Something tells me Frank LaRose, who was at the rally, probably didn't appreciate that because I think Frank LaRose would like to be governor of the state of Ohio. But Bernie Moreno would make a phenomenal senator from the state of Ohio, and he would make a phenomenal governor of the state of Ohio. 
but he didn't have the name recognition. So that's a benefit if you're an incumbent, you have name recognition. The detriment is you got a record. You got a record. You've stood behind things. You've voted for things. You are on the record doing things. And Tim Ryan's record is not very good. He's voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time. He touts his, himself as a, as a moderate joke, independent joke, and says, oh, I voted with Donald Trump. The record show, 538.com, not a conservative site, down-the-middle analytics site, showed that Tim Ryan voted with Donald Trump way under the normal percentage for a Democrat in Congress. Way under. I've released those numbers. I've talked about those numbers. They're on my social media. Check them out. Find them. Google it. Tim Ryan. Voting with Trump. It's all it takes. Google it. Do your research, people. Please. I love doing it for you. I love talking about it with you. But do your research. Have it top of mind. So when you talk to people who go, well, I saw on television, Tim Ryan seems like a pretty good guy to me on TV. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Don't allow a candidate to define themselves for you. You define them. Their record defines them. And Tim Ryan's record not only defines him, it disqualifies him. So this has to matter. This has to matter enough that you do your research. And the frustrating thing for me is the groups that I speak to, the events that I go to, these are the people who already get it. These are the people who already get it. But it's the people who don't invest the time in getting it. If you're listening to this show, you get it. But friends of yours who don't invest the time, well, I think I'll probably vote for Ryan because, you know, I, I just kind of like, I thought his TV, I, I remember his TV commercial, or, you know, he's got more experience, or, you know, Portman's been in there as a Republican. One, one friend of mine years ago, Obama's running. And he says to me, well, I think it's, you know, it's the Democrats' turn. Like, the Democrats' turn. This is not a playground game. This is not Red Rover. You go and they go. Like, it's not, there's no turn. Like, who merits the job? Who's equipped to handle the job? But that's the shallowness of some people's political assessment of candidates. Eh, you know, Portman's been in, two-term senator. Eh, let's let the Democrat have a turn. Man, if you're, if you're that vapid, on how you're going to vote and who you're going to vote for, stay home. Stay home. I'm not one of these people that says, oh, it's great. Everybody votes great. No. A lot of stupid people vote. A lot of people who have no business voting vote. If you're an inner city Columbus and you vote a straight Democratic ticket and you've seen record murder rates the last two years (laughs) and gas prices that escalate to $5 a gallon come almost all the way down to $3 a gallon, which is still, still 60% increase over what gas prices were when Biden got here. And thefts and robberies are up and your schools were closed because of COVID and you're still going to vote a straight Democratic ticket? I mean, stay home. Just stay home. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.